Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this iteration of Faster Than Stand-Up. I'm Brent Lamide. In this iteration, we're starting a series on agile, waterfall, and, and infrastructure. See, I love how I'm going to probably try to edit that out already. Joining me today are Jim Manzullo and Dale Sackreiter of SAP Global Cloud Services. Gentlemen, welcome. Jim, you want to give us like a little brief what you do, how you're here? Mm, yeah, well, first and foremost, thanks for having us on the, uh, on the call. Um, yeah, so my name is Jim Manzullo. I work for Global Cloud Services over here at SAP. And currently I am, uh, I'm, an acting, I'm acting as a Scrum Master uh, on, a, on a project right now. Yeah. Right on. Dale? Uh, yeah, hi. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Um, uh, Dale Sackrider, I've been with SAP for uh, about four years now, and um, I've been in infrastructure services um, for the last 20 years, uh, building data centers, working for some uh, um, you know, Fortune 500 companies, um, all the way to here, and uh, currently I'm in charge of all of our architecture governance. Right on. So I want to give a shout out to friend of the pod, Ryan Utech, for putting all this together because Ryan said, ooh, you guys need to have a conversation about Agile and Waterfall, and I got two guys who you can talk to about it, Jim and Dale. So thanks to Ryan for, the, for uh, putting all this together. So gentlemen, let's talk about first Agile and Waterfall. Most people think about it as Agile versus Waterfall, but I think from your conversations, you know, from our conversations together, it's not necessarily an or, but it could be an and. So Dale, let's start with why it's an and for you. Absolutely. Uh, so as I said before, I've done 20 years of infrastructure. And so, uh, which lends itself to um, waterfall, right? And we've, sure. you know, we've been doing waterfall for, you know, for most of my career. And as I moved into Silicon Valley, I started to discover that that's a dirty word. Uh, and everybody I would, uh, I would interact with, they said, wait, wait, that looks like waterfall. And, uh, and so I ended up with what I consider a lot of religious discussions and debates about methodology, right? Waterfall versus agile. Uh, but I have found working with really smart guys like Jim that uh, there's room for both. And, they're, they're, and not um, necessarily one versus the other based on the project, although that's certainly a valid approach to say, well, this project meets a, a waterfall kind of methodology and this one's agile. But I found that there's, there's lessons we can learn from both that really well, work well together on any given project. So I, I'm definitely in the let's, let's use um, all the tools in our toolbox um, as an approach. Which is great because I'm always the guy, for those who have listened all through all of our episodes, I'm the guy who says it depends. So I love the fact that we can talk about how you combine the two together and to make it work. So Jim, how do you guys work? How do you and Dale work together in a way that makes it that it's both agile and waterfall? Yeah, that's a great question. I think it just kind of naturally happened. Um, I think when you get into these conversations about agile versus waterfall, uh, folks enter those conversations in, in, um, in, in a who's right, who's wrong type of mindset, right? And, and which, which flavor will work for which project. And in, and in reality, Dale and I and several other folks through just having dialogue and discourse realize that the two are commingled. They're intertwined to a certain degree on any given project. And it's, it's like Dale said, I completely agree. It's, it's picking and choosing the best practices of each 
that makes a successful project. And again, through having those discourses of, you know, which one's right and which one's wrong, we, we went down that discovery path. And, and I think we just came to an understanding that nobody's right and nobody's wrong uh, or everybody's right because these two do work together. They, they certainly do commingle and those practices do overlap. Uh, every sprint, they tend to overlap, yeah. Right. So Dale, walk me through for you how you think that one is better. Like why, why do I wanna go with yeah. Waterfall? Yeah, and I'm glad you asked it that way because this this lends to that which one's the best method discussion. And like I yep. said, I think we can I think we can merge them. Um, and like Jim just said, in every sprint. But let's first talk about why you would pick one versus the other. Um, it, it took me a, several years of banging my head against the wall with developers um, to truly catch the value of of Scrum as as one particular version of Agile and the Agile approach. And then I started to to articulated in a way that made sense to me. When you, um, you don't have the end result, you don't know the answer, you just know the direction. That we need to go this way, we need to accomplish this thing, but we're gonna solve how to do that on the journey. You need an agile approach. You've gotta be iterative, you've gotta be willing to make changes and design as you go, or in the coding world, you're developing as you go. Yeah. And so that's where I found a lot of value in this agile approach, uh, you know, and mostly in Scrum for the worlds that I've been in. Um, however, when you're building a data center, right, there, you know the end result. I know that, uh, that I have to have a functional data center and there are milestones to get there and you can't do one without the other. You can't do them in parallel for a lot of these activities. I have to pick a site before I can dig and I have to have a contract right, um, before I can, uh, you know, get a service provider to actually connect my cables, right? So there are things that have to happen in sequence and they're, and they're known. It's not, we don't discover that as we go. We plan that at the beginning. And when you're doing a software uh, development, if you try to do all the planning and discover all of the things at the beginning, you'll never launch, right? right? But when you're building a data center, if you don't plan it all at the beginning, you're going to go over budget, you're going to go over time, and you're going to make mistakes that could jeopardize the success of the project. Right. So to me, those two approaches, this, this, do I know exactly what needs to be done at the beginning? Waterfall. Right. Nice. Uh, do I need to figure this thing out as I go because I know directionally where I want to go, but I don't know how to get there? Agile. That's where I would apply the one versus the other approach. Right. But it's not versus it's or right. And it's in that scenario, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Right. yeah. In that yeah, scenario, could, it's, it's or. Yeah. And you could certainly have them running in parallel, both in, in a single sprint too. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to borrow from a colleague, a brilliant colleague. When, when, when I heard this secondhand, it, it kind of, I, I stepped back and said, whoa, uh, we might be talking about a scrum factory, a, a, a factory that manufactures scrum, but how was the factory built? Probably through right. waterfall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I thought that was a brilliant, a brilliant approach at coming at coming at this conversation kind of sideways. And it, it made me take pause and think, yeah, there's something there. But, you know, in any given sprint, uh, we certainly have known knowns that we're working through that are certainly running in parallel with those unknown unknowns that Dale had just mentioned. And how do we how do we work those things that we know exactly what we need to do. Everything is, is already laid out in front of us, A through Z. We know exactly what we need to do. There's not much behind it. So um, 
you know, projects have to, especially the projects I'm involved with, has to take a different approach and say, yeah, we need visibility on both of these things as we move them both forward at the same time. Right. And it's why I think this is a really interesting topic to deal with because so many people are only dealing with one or the other. And as SAP is a cloud company or an Amazon, anyone that has data centers, you have to have that kind of conversation because it's not just the one, it's not just the other. I mean, you could say to developers, yeah, you know, you're just, we're just building a building and, and putting in racks and, and putting in all the stuff that we need to have. But I think one thing that we talked about prior to recording, Dale, is that you have to worry about how the interaction between how a, uh, a building is built and what goes in it, how the software works with all of that. Can yeah, you tell absolutely. me a little more? Tell me a little more about that. Well, so this is where um, I love the way you approach this when you first when you first uh, brought up and asked uh, Jim and I to attend. You said, "Hey, let's talk about agile and waterfall." So yeah. that and is is important. Uh, so we talked about it, one or the other, but from what I have found is it's always been and. It's always been and. Yeah. And I, when I deal with those that get the very religious right, approach that says, no, it's my way, it's this, I end up with discussions where I say, look, you're not going to agile a data center build. And they go, of course you can. And then they start talking about all of the unknowns in the data center build process. So as you talk about how that software works together, how these pieces fit together, those interconnections, and you have to des design those and solve for those as you go. I know the milestone to get to, but there's a lot of things to work out and design as we go. So as, as Jim just said, you can do both in the sprint. You know a milestone, you know the activities to get there, but there's a lot of unknowns and a lot of left turns that happen in a traditional waterfall project that every good waterfall project that I've ever been on that was successful, we applied, but without knowing it, agile practices, agile behaviors, right, to work through and iterate through as we, as we went. And then I've learned on software development programs that while they've always been agile, right, that they have known milestones, they have things that have to happen sequentially, that they absolutely know they have to get to, to in order to ship and release, right, and they've been doing things that are very clearly waterfall mm -hmm. without calling it waterfall, and so when you have a religious discussion, everybody picks the parts that fit their religion, it's, yep. This is so I talk to an old waterfall guy and they'll say scrum is just, you know, two week waterfalls. Right. Right. Um, and then you talk to a, you know, a, a, an, an agile guy on a waterfall project. And he's like, actually, we have to be very agile because all these things are coming at us and we have to design. It's always been and we just aren't right. we just aren't aligning on the language. Right. And I think that I think language is key. Right. Because one thing I think I really want us to talk about in the next episode is how we all came to this, like we came to this point in our prep conversation where we all went, holy smokes, we have experience that's very common. Absolutely. And how, yeah, all of these things, if you go back into your head and think about your life before, how they are very similar. So that's a teaser for the next episode teaser just a reminder for everybody who's listening teaser okay so 
We've got about a minute or two left in this iteration. I want to make sure that, is there something we want to make sure that we talk about before we hit the next one? Or are we just going to say, okay, you got to wait until the next one? Hey, this is faster than a stand-up, right? That is correct. <laughs> that's the plan. That's, that's why we have it in 15 minutes or less. I think there's harmony for both of these frameworks in any given project that you're working on. You just have to be open-minded and, and take a look and step back and say, these things are not new. These, these, these both have been around for a long time. So, um, yeah. And, and I'm excited. Yeah. 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 So well, I, go ahead. Uh, we stepped on each other. I'm excited to have the conversation about language in the next episode. Uh, right on. Verbs and, and, uh, and nouns are important. How we describe things are important. Right. Absolutely. Perfect. All right. Well, then that's a perfect place for us to end this iteration. Until next time, I'm Brent. I'm Jim. I'm Dale. Until the next iteration, you can give us a rating at your podcast provider, shoot us an email at info at faster than a standup.com, or you can find us on Twitter at Faster Standup. Thanks for listening. And that was Faster Than a Standup. <laughs>